Hello guys and welcome to Behind the Bunker. Sorry we're a few minutes late tonight, but uh, thank you guys for tuning in and joining us. We are a weekly live paintball show that streams live on Facebook and the YouTube. And uh, we take this that you're watching right now and we smash it into a podcast, put it up on iTunes, Google Play, Sound, everywhere that you guys get your podcasts. And that's where you can find us if you don't want to sit and watch us uh, on Facebook or on YouTube for the whole uh, 50 minutes that we do. Thanks guys for uh, tuning in. If you're joining us, uh, do hit that like and share button. And uh, it's not just me tonight. I also have Josh Zuby Zabrickus. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Um, please don't forget. Like and share the show. <laughs> we really like it when you do. And uh, Gavin Sharma. Yeah, I'm here, folks, as well. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We certainly appreciate you guys' support every week, uh, and this week is no exception. It is an amazing show we have, and I'm so giddy. We are so yeah. close to the 500 mark. Make sure you let everybody know what you're going to be doing on Monday nights and the 500 show on the 29th. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, and then uh, from Flaggers Paintball, we have Joe Kimson. Hello, and I'll just spin right in. And welcome to Behind the Bunker, beautiful Behind the Bunker, Monday nights at 8. We are live and like Gavin said, we are close to our 500th show, so it's it's pretty exciting. And I'm wearing my uh, new favorite hoodie, my tiger stripes, so we're good to go. Let's talk about some paintball, maybe some other things, and we I'll try not to derail anything. Boom. All right, and uh, guys, post up in on Facebook or on YouTube, wherever you're watching from. Just let us know how the stream looks and sounds, if you don't mind. We had to do a reboot, and hopefully, we are good. Um, so as we talked about, where am I here? 500 episodes, ladies and gentlemen, 500 episodes. We're going to have our 500 special. That'll be happening on Monday, March 29th. So if tonight's the 498th, you can do the math. That's two weeks from now, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you tune in. We have lots of fanfare and hoopla going on. Uh, much like this comment from Zane Smith. He says almost 500 and they still like each other. No arguing over who gets the dollar per episode truly in it to help grow paintball um yeah if you looked at our paycheck zane <laughs> you'd wonder why we're doing this uh milestone episodes cheers the show cheers had 273 behind the bunker will be hitting 500 and the simpsons look out they have 639 episodes so not to say that we're bigger than cheers or better than cheers i'm just just saying um brad thomas jr says uh, episode 500 is on his birthday he cannot think of a better thing to happen on that day. Ooh. <laughs> He's got, yeah, very low self-esteem that yeah, I guess. <laughs> aim, aim higher. Aim higher, my friend. Yeah, not you much higher, but yeah, yeah. Um, not really in order, but here, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan McGee sent some pictures in of his custom action. Uh, here is his uh, MG100 with a new paint job. Uh, OD Green and Dark Earth with Plant Eclipse tan grips. That looks pretty fantastic. And second of all, his uh, old backup, his old Max MaxTac TGR2. It's a good thing he's got his EMF 100 ready to go. That's looking pretty sharp. Uh, guys, we're going to be collecting your custom gear over the next couple of weeks to show on the show. So if you guys want to send it in, by all means, do so. Um, speaking of the EMF 100, this was on Planet Eclipse Facebook page the other day. Not that you honestly need another reason to buy an EMF 100, but uh, they feature the EMC modular system. Uh, what else do they say here? The Pops ASA, the MOE compatible. What would you? How? What is MOE, Joe? Uh, MOE. Um, would I that just know. mean Picatinny rail or rail mounted? No, MOE is like a 
I'll come. I, I, it has escaped me. Normally, I know it. Give me a minute. I'll find it. I put him on the spot. Tur yeah. His chair got him dizzy. He says to <laughs> settle down. No, I was just Ryan, <laughs> Ryan McGeek made a comment, so then I replied. I had to find an emoji. I put French lick. Then there's three tongues. Ah, and then uh, also they are CFF CF20 compatible, ladies and gentlemen. So you can get some biggins for your uh, as as your mags. Couple new things as well from Exalt. They've got the new Barber Tees. Those are in stock, as well as the Embers Barrel Made. Not a red guy, but I do like that. Um, and then uh, the Barrel Made XL. If you want to squeegee your friend from the other side of the bunker, or have an extra long barrel. Back in stock, they now have tank cases, loader cases, and V3 lens cases, if you guys were asking. Speaking of Planet Eclipse, they have the new gold colorways for the EMEC and Etha 2, as well as the green colorways. So check them out. That gold looks sexy. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, MOE stands for Magpul Original Equipment. I knew that. There we go. All right. Um, so most of us in the show have sat through... Um, Painful behind the bunker. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you really I feel, can't Bill. think of the damn show. What is the show that we were just watching with uh, with all the cowboys? Uh, my Three Sons? Yellowstone? Yellowstone, Yellowstone, thank you. Where did you get My Three painful? Sons? How it's was that not, painful? Uh, let me I get to kidding. it. I'm segwaying. I, I right. loved Yellowstone. So, yes, so Joe loved Yellowstone so much he had this custom ordered. Um, this is his dungaree <laughs> tactical vest. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so you'll be seeing Joe at the local field with this, yeah, including with I, the leather tassels. I stretching. You know what? I got some cowboy shit I'm gonna bring out. <laughs> you have to. You have to with that outfit. Well, yeah. And I'm glad to see that he used proper Wranglers, not uh, not any like Jordache jeans or anything like that. Um, is George Hay watching right now? I wonder. Lisa, hey. yeah, Lisa Weber. Seen him in the chat. Okay, well, Lisa Weber sent this in. This is a Crocs erotic line. Uh, it's, she thinks it's going to be a hit. What do you guys think? <laughs> oh dear God, that's awesome. <laughs> For our Croc loving George, it hey. might be something that rhymes with hit and starts with shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. just might be. And a uh, friend of the show, Neb, sent these in. These were on Kijiji in our local area, ladies and gentlemen. JT USA paintball cleats. Oh, the slipperiest shoes in the world. They look fairly new, or at least clean, when someone realized how ridiculous they looked in them, they probably put them Todd, back in the box. Todd, Todd, when you buy shoes, it's not by the look, it's by the smell. Oh, yeah. Well, what do you guys think? Sorry? I wonder if the same death trap as uh, the Die ATCs. Die ATCs like, oh, were awesome until they hit awesome. wet floor. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> no, sorry, that's where it was slipperiest shoes in the world. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, guess how much that was being uh, sold for on Kijiji? Far too much. Fifty dollar reduce. How much? Really? That's, that's it. That's good value. And it's that's still active. Value. If you want to go buy it, search on Kijiji for uh, these shoes. Um. Yeah, we have some events to get to, but before we do that, we have a couple things out. We have a couple else thing, other things that we want to talk about. Uh, we have Joe's Vault to talk about. We have the mail time coming up. Um, we have a new segment we want to work on, and we also have the topic: What did you buy over the quarantine this year? So we'll get to that in a few minutes as well. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we go watch Joe's Vault first, and then we'll be right back. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball. 
We're here with another segment of From the Vault, where each week you go back in time, back into the early days of paintball, and look at something uh, vintage. This week is no different. We're going to talk a little bit about smoke. For those of you that play paintball or airsoft, you're familiar with the EG brand of smoke. Fantastic amounts of smoke, vivid colors, wide selection, multiple colors. Fantastic product. But before EG was on the scene for you to hashtag pop smoke or hashtag pull tabs, we were using Superior Signal Company from Spotswood, New Jersey. You can have a look at this. This expires in May of 1998. So this would be considered vintage smoke. For those of you that used it, these were originally designed for uh, boilers and air systems to tech, check for leaks or not. But anyone that used this stuff, same way you pull the tab, but the smoke that came out was thick and it sort of stayed on the ground and it went into your lungs and you know you had a true feeling that you were using a smoke product but anyway guys girls you've been watching from the vault we'll see you next time pew pew audio jungle here we are so that that was my smoke it was funny i was looking for something to do the vault on today and you know i've been posting lots of old school pictures on on throwback thursdays and every now and then you i'll get a, a message from a private message from somebody and they'll tell me about the that's uh smoke we used to use before anolia gay anola gay was invented um it, this stuff came out of new jersey and it was used for um testing you know furnaces or... and air systems and they that stuff was so thick and when you inhaled a bit of it you could taste this oily gavin you you can you can taste it as well that that oily sort of taste in your mouth i get a taste stayed, too excellent you get a taste too it stays, <laughs> and stays you get a taste this, and you get a taste in french like yeah. and so on and so on it's, it, ling uh, it like lingered and it, it's it's just it's pretty amazing but you know we used to carry that and i you used to buy it from a safety supply place because you obviously couldn't get it across the border in any reasonable fashion. So it was pretty neat. And I had one laying around. That's from 1998. So I don't know when when that was, but it, that's that's pretty, you know, vintage smoke, I guess. Also, fun fact, extremely carcinogenic. That's probably um, a good word. Yeah, that's partly true. <laughs> but explain the growth. Where? <laughs> Where? Where's my bell? Oh, wait, Thank don't you. answer I, that. Have the bell. I had my bell oh. tucked into the bellery. Well, uh, I have a couple things to get to, but why don't uh, why don't we go right into mail time, Gavin? Do you have uh, you've got a couple questions tonight? Mail time. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's mail time—the time where I get to shine and rip open my sack. That was a premature ding. Rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence, ladies and gentlemen, that you have sent in. So we have some leftover correspondence as well. Uh, the first one goes to Bonchick, who um, we're going to throw this around the horn. So Bonchick wants to know what slash who made you want to quit paintball and what slash who made you want to stay. So was there people or events that made you want to leave the sport? Um, <laughs> Ever play with Gavin? That'll make you quit. <laughs> That's right. Quit in a hurry. <laughs> Uh, go around, yeah, go around the horn. Let me think about that one. Um, so for me, I think I wanted to quit. Um, well, actually, I did at the time. It was uh, it was refing. 
uh, at, at sort of the highest level in Canada at the time because uh, it was the trolls of the internet um, that uh, that really made me uh, reevaluate what the hell I was doing, right? So there were long days of being shot up, uh, but it was the abuse on and off the field um, that made me say, you know, it's not worth it. So that made me want to quit the sport completely and pick up bocce, something else. Uh, but what made me want to stay in is everybody on this call right now. Like so, Todd, Josh, Joe. Uh, it's the friendships that you uh, you you build, right? And you reevaluate what you want to do, and uh, but it's the connections with the the, the people here. Uh, your teammates, uh, those who show up at the field on a weekly basis, uh, that's what made me want to stay. Politics aside, um, I can do without. I still do without, uh, but it's the people who uh, I play with on a weekly basis that uh, keep me in the, in the game. What about you guys? I, sorry, I missed the question. I stepped away to find my call. Um, I, I kind of I remember Gavin coming home from... Um, CXBL of early early CXBL events like year one year two when uh, before they had um, a, a, refer, a refereeing squad of their own and they were you know borrowing highly qualified referees from some of the other fields and I remember him coming home and saying how awful it was and how he wanted to quit paintball you, you take an awful lot of abuse and I think in the early days of, of X-Ball because that's what it was yeah. um, the players you know had a little more con control and they ran a little more rampant than they do now and they were unleashed um you know in the early days of neanderthalism and they were completely unleashed so you know the, the referees took a lot of abuse got shot up a lot and there wasn't a whole lot of you know repercussion or penalties so and, uh, uh, yeah and, so and gavin coming home and being pretty upset and they were long horrible days mouth breathing knuckle draggers so that was 15 balls <laughs> yes. a second as well, and undisciplined teams, really. Yeah. Um, so you were literally being assaulted on the field, right? Um, and then follow that up with, you come home and you want to review what happened, and the chat forums were unrelentless. <laughs> like it was just, it was just, it was crazy in terms of the abuse. Uh, there wasn't the level of professionalism there is now. Um, so you know, if you <laughs> anyway. And it, I'm done and with it, that. And yeah. True. It, it was. It was. Sorry, Gavin. It was chat forums at the time. It yes. wasn't Facebook. So you, you on a chat forum were this nameless, faceless person with a chat forum login name. So you could almost say whatever you wanted, and, yeah. and no one could prove who it was. It was awful for people. Yeah. They sure shit did. Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> having chat. Say. I remember having flagged chat forums, and we were constantly trying to police it and figure it out and beating ourselves up and trying to worry about it. it it's it, <laughs> yeah you get a phone call at 12 o'clock at night because someone else saw someone post a post that's ridiculous and it's like you know whatever at least with facebook if you post something it's your voice and it's people know it's you for per se but yeah i um i liked speedball a lot and 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 i it became it became like work when we kept uh when you know when you had to practice and practice and practice and for that reason it kind of i kind of fell out of love with it but then all the guys that are on my team that i played with for so long you know they're the only real reason i was playing by the end of the by the end of my my career and when we all kind of retired i stepped back up to the plate with a couple other teams and although they were all great it wasn't all my friends so at that point i, I had to pull out but um doing behind the bunker there's another thing i you know there was a couple years ago where you know, things were getting stagnant. Our numbers were okay. And I just was kind of feeling down. And, you know, we went to an event and I think it was in Oregon and 
we met all these people that we we don't have contact with because they watch the show but they don't participate they listen to the podcast but they don't participate but when they saw us in person and we started realizing there's all these other people out there you know and people still enjoyed the show it, it it rejuvenated us we had a whole new spark and you know i came back and we redid the studio and redid our technology and kind of up to up to up again and it was awesome um but yeah there's been a couple points in, in my career where i just wanted to quit but i'm not there right now i'm back i'm back baby <laughs> i'll tell uh, you when i'm in about october the end of october at night and I come home and I'm watching goggles before I go to zombie hunt. I'm about ready to quit too. Yeah. Yeah. The end of the season is tough for sure. This year, this year was particularly tough because, you know, we were constantly patrolling the staging area, getting people to put on masks and you're debating with about masks. And it was, it's not, it's not something that flag readers invented that you need to wear a mask in public. And it's, it's like the public health thing. It's a regional thing. It's a provincial thing. It's like we didn't invent it. Like we yeah. want, you guys want to play paintball. You want to come to here. You need to wear a mask. Just wear a mask, and everyone will coexist happily and safely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So spe Sorry. Speaking of uh, of COVID, uh, John Jones writes, uh, "What's the biggest surprise you've had the last year during the pandemic? Uh, for him, it was demand for gear when lots of fields had been closed." So any paintball-related yeah. surprises, uh, pandemic-wise? The cost of bunkers going up through the roof has now um, surprised me. I used to have to sell off my old fields for really super cheap just to get rid of them. Now I won't sell them because the new ones are worth so much. I, I <laughs> If you want a new speedball field, it's going to cost you a pretty penny this year. Uh, yeah, and even used stuff with a shortage of JT... I have so many people messaging me saying, I know you have old JT stuff. When you bring it out, let me know. I want to buy it. Old uh, JT stuff. I got some new stuff. Any Ooh. JT stuff, really. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so and, yeah. Uh, for, for me, the biggest surprise, again, was demand not only for gear, but for, for play. Uh, so in our area that we're broadcasting from, Ontario, we have a staged... Uh, tier system for lockdown and restrictions and when we many of the other entertainment venues were not able to open people naturally looked for some sort of escape and that escape they went to was paintball so the demand for uh for space on the field uh increased and there's a lot of first-time players right somebody wanted to do something safe outdoors um not with a lot of people around them um, and a lot of families and, and first-time players came out so i was really encouraged with the numbers uh, particularly with the, the other industries sort of closing down around us as well, right? So it was a nice avenue for, for people to come out, but it's really encouraging as an old-time, uh, long-time paintball player uh, to see fresh blood coming into the sport. So although it was limited in terms of the experience, um, hopefully they get the bite and, the, and they're hooked, and then when the world opens up again, they come back. So that was the biggest surprise for me, how many people were willing to try it for the first time who had never considered it for the first uh, uh, previously. Well said, Gavin. Yeah. Sorry, I'm reading the comments in the YouTube chat. You guys are, you guys, it's going quickly and it's hard to keep up. Sorry, Gavin. No, I was, um, so just asking anybody else in the horn who, big surprise for them or no? I was, you know, I, like Gavin said, I was pretty happy because we had a lot of, you know, families come out um, to play. We had obviously some of the original 
you know, the regular equipment owners or, or fully equipped players. Then we saw a resurgence of people that hadn't played for several years. Now, whether that is uh, COVID related or, or paintball, as we know, is cyclical. You'll play it through high school or, or, or you know, grade seven, eight, nine, ten, up to grade 12. Then you'll, you'll go off and do other things. And through, you know, you, there's probably an eight to 10 year hiatus. And if you still dig paintball, then you'll come back in. And, you know, after you have, you know, maybe after that university, before you have kids, but then again, after kids. So we saw a resurgence and we're still seeing a resurgence. And um, I think the industry is because I'm getting phone calls asking if we fill CO2 or can I get parts for piranhas or, or spiders or things like that. And that, that indicates to me that a guy, a person has been out of the sport for 10 to 12 years when they're asking about yeah. CO2 and spider and piranha parts. So I think we're going to see a, a resurgence and you have to be welcoming to these guys, you know, and girls because with their, with their old equipment, but you know, they'll, they'll soon realize that, you know, their, their marker that they paid, you know, several hundred dollars, you know, years ago is not worth that much anymore. However, you can get something far more competitive for a fraction of what you paid. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think that's sort of, you know, the way we, we see it and, and there'll be more people playing lots and lots and more people playing. Something that we also noticed at the field level, I just was thinking about this while you said that we're getting a lot of moms calling and dropping off their sons and their friends. Cause there's nothing else to do during the pandemic and they're turning to paintball for entertainment. And for maybe some of those moms that may not have wanted to do paintball before, they're actually using it as an opportunity to entertain their kids. And now it's like, okay, maybe we'll give it a try. Because we had a lot of people that came to the field that just kind of heard about paintball and thought they would try it. And first time there, it, it, it was a good year for that. Yeah. For sure. So speaking of good years, uh, the next question comes to us from Sean Leonard and wants to know what 2021 will look like at Flag Raider. So what is Flag Raiders treating us to this spring? Uh, Paint Fest, pa uh, Phoenix Project, or Canadian Carnage? What is on the calendar of events for Flag Raiders? Um, I think, well, you know, right now the region, Waterloo region and the, the area we're in is in a, a red lockdown. So our, our capacity, our player numbers are really really throttled back so we are we are going to prolong our opening um until you know we move into a couple whether we move into one or two different colors before we open you have to keep in mind for the same you know we have to look at the, the regional safety the safety of our staff and our families 25 percent of 25 percent of our market comes from out of out of region out of area a, a good driving distance away. So we, I think we have to be cognitive and responsible and, you know, look at that. This is the first, you know, it, it saddens me. The pandemic saddens me because so many things have happened and are yet to happen. Um, but, you know, this is the first year in 15 years we haven't run a Red Dawn. We usually run Red Dawn the first Sunday in March and we couldn't. You know, we had full intentions of being open you know, a couple times a month over, you know, December, January, February, we were unable to do that. Um, I, I, you know, I'm going to be pretty happy when Flag Raiders gets open. I think, will I dance a jig? Unlikely. But, you know, once we finally get open and we're rolling and, you know, lots of changes will will take place and, and you know, it'll be it'll be a solid year. But whether there won't be this, this won't be a year of big games and big events. We'll we'll have pandemic style paintball walk on games, stuff like that. There'll be some Tuesday nights. Maybe we could squeeze a red dawn in 
in um, late November or something like that. But I, I think this year with this will be sort of we'll be happy. We'll be open. We'll run games. We'll get people playing. We'll introduce some new players. We'll have some birthday parties. There probably won't likely won't be any corporate. That's kind of what 2021 is going to look like. So it's a wait and see, standby based on the world circumstances and what is up Joe's sleeve. All right, the next question What's comes to What's in my tool belt? <laughs> yes. Sawzall, what is in your belt? Sawzall blades. Uh, the next. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting some Navy yeah, foot signals. <laughs> got to brush up on your old Navy foot signals. Go ahead, Gavin. One more. We have All right, one, one. One more, then. Okay, sorry. Uh, and it comes to us from Jason Dip, and he wants to know, do you think that we'll ever see a marker manufacturer come out with an app to make adjustments on a board settings using our smart uh, smartphones via Bluetooth? Yeah. This, this last year, as we're all talking pandemic, which we're not going to continue the conversation, all the R&D and all the product research and stuff has really been halted. I, I think had this year passed, like we you know, never would have happened, I think you would have saw that in the next year or two, for sure. Because how hard is it? It's like, you know, that extra little bit of software in your gun, having a little interface there with Bluetooth, I think would be fantastic. Even if half the settings didn't do anything, <laughs> it would just give the player an opportunity to you know, make, make, make some changes to his gun and, and, and modify it. Um, even some pretty yeah. lights that turned on and off. Yeah. Well, okay. So I have this, or the nerdy things where it plays a certain song when you turn it on and turn it off. And makes it Josh, noise. you are quite good at yeah. <laughs> turning me <Sex> on. Sega. <laughs> well, no, here. Okay. So I want the earthworm Jim one <laughs> with the really deep voice when you turn earthworm Jim. So I, I've got a, I've got this, I've got a one wheel and on the app, you can digitally communicate to the one wheel and tell it how fast or slow or how aggressive you want it to be. And it's got seven different settings. So if you're a newbie, you can have it on a certain setting and, 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 and it's, it's all just, it's all just mind games. I bet. I mean, it does do something, but can you imagine if you had a gun and you're like, you know, you, you want to be special tourney guy, it's tourney setting. You know, you're playing a scenario game. I'm having it on the scenario setting. Or I'm having it on the sniper setting where it does something different with the dwell. And you, you, who knows? But wouldn't that be a great interactive thing that you could have on your phone? You know, you download your, you know, your your CS2 app and here you go and you can dial it in. I don't know. It would be and fun. You could, you could share with your friends. Look at my firing pattern. Exactly. Look at my air efficiency. I, I, would get I shot 2,000 shots and hit nobody. I would gunship mode <laughs> that would play Ride of the Valkyries out of little Bluetooth speakers behind my goggles yeah i would support that app <laughs> yeah cool yeah and with helicopter sounds gavin don't it didn't doesn't plan eclipse have that available on, their, on on some of their markers i believe uh someone from planet eclipse posted in your questions there did it does it show on there i don't know yet because i still have <laughs> no no in the re, in the no 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 in the reply to your questions oh maybe i, I don't know yeah. i don't read <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do the I think Led's responded in that. I just wanted to give him his 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 due there since he responded. Do you not see it on, the, on your sheet, or did I not print it out for you? I tossed that sheet already. Thank nice. you. <laughs> All right, so Led's there's there's what your opinion means to Gavin. Yes, but You're some not of, doing anything <laughs> for me, Led's. <laughs> but yeah, some of their guns definitely has some of that interface, and, and I, you know what? I wouldn't put them past them to have have some more connectivity over the next few years. Ladies and gentlemen, we have tons more on the show to get to. We have. Um, a new segment we're going to get to right after the break. We also have the topic we're going to get to that we put out for you guys. 
prices brighten a whole lot more guys so don't go anywhere we're gonna be right back right after this quick video hey guys that time of month i just came from my mailbox and look pb swag just showed up this is a monthly service that you guys can sign up for and it is full of all kinds of great paintball stuff like this an exalt squeegee guys you never need enough exalt squeegees i have one on my gear bag that i leave it back at hq that's always clean and i always have one on me when i'm on the field uh oh look at this the barbershop bayonet that's pretty cool and look at this oh an exalt t-shirt the exalt barber t-shirt as well so guys check this out every month or every week sign up and you can have pb swag come to your door all right ladies and gentlemen so welcome back if you guys are watching us right now please hit that like and share on the youtube uh you can subscribe as well um, if you guys don't have an opportunity to watch the whole show for the whole time that you're watching it, make sure that you download it as a podcast. You can listen to the whole show when you have some time. Gavin has an envelope I gave to him and it's sealed up. Not that it's anything secret secret, but we just did mail time. And I was talking to uh, a, a friend of mine named John Drescher on the phone this weekend. We were talking about the show and he had a suggestion that um, we should take some of the past questions that we've had um, and do what we did on one of our episodes with our reads and Google translate them into a foreign language and then back into English and then see if the guys can actually answer the question. So Gavin, why don't you go ahead and open up the uh, the sheet and, and you'll see that there's a couple there that I selected on the front of the envelope. Okay. This yeah, sounds sure. far too much like work. So what I'd like you guys to do, Gavin's going to ask the first question. I want you guys to answer it honestly and uh, give us your opinions. And then when you're done answering, I'll let you know the proper translation. Sounds fun. Okay, yeah, mail does. time translations. And who's it from? Uh, the first one comes to us from Tommy Guns. Okay, and again, keep in mind that if you hear your name and your questions, these could be from last week. They could have been from a year ago. These were just a bunch of questions I kind of went off looking for randomly. So go ahead. Jim. All right, so this is the Google Translate version of Tommy Guns' question. And he wants to know with Google Translate... Is there a polite way to immunize someone? Is there a polite way to immunize someone? Immunize? Good. Yeah, good. Immunize. Good, good timing for uh, for COVID and all. Josh, what do you think? Is there a good? Uh, is there a polite way to immunize someone? I would assume there's a polite way to immunize someone. <laughs> what is Google translating that? So I will give you it. it, it I translate it into Arabic. Because I'm trying to study Arabic in my spare time, and then I oh, you're not. I am, and I try, and then I translated it back into English. So some of it's been lost, obviously. Joe, what do you think? I is there a polite way to immunize someone? You just gonna skip over me again? Well, you did. <laughs> you <laughs> had a chance, jackass. Uh, what is you it? Didn't ask me what I Josh, thought it meant. Okay, what's it mean, Josh? <laughs> bunker. Mm. Okay. Is there a polite way to bunker someone? There you go. Okay. Is there a polite way to eliminate someone? And I'm going to go with, is there a polite way to barrel tag somebody, like stab somebody? Oh. So Tommy Guns was actually asking, is there a polite way to bunker somebody? So oh, Joe was... Josh for the win. Boom. Yeah. yeah, cut me off, right? Cut <laughs> off the right answer. This is my segment, Gavin. You take prices right, I'm going to take every single one of these. You know what? Right. Despite the fact that Josh has got a new mic, he's got his old mic back, and he sounds awesome, he's still saying it sounds cranky to me. 
<laughs> That's because I am stone cold sober right now. <laughs> All right. What's the next question? Let's do a couple of these. All right. Ramon Cortez wants to know, does AdSense hurt paintballs? Does AdSense hurt paintballs? <laughs> Some fields use Google AdSense. This Joe, let's go to you first. This is a translated question. Does AdSense hurt paintball? Paintball, sorry. It's, it's either San Pellegrino or Perrier. That's what I'm with. Hmm. Hmm. Josh, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm. Mm, I don't. Does AdSense <laughs> Guys, we're um, watching you in the live chat. If you can figure out what if AdSense hurts paintball, let us know. Isn't that what they had in the manger? Frankincense and Burrow? That's Frankincense and Burrow, not AdSense. No. AdSense was like the knockoff brand. Yes. <laughs> Are you really learning Arabic? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Through my Google Translate lessons. I'm Don't taking a master class in Arabic. Well, who the hell knows? <laughs> I am learning stupid things, but not Arabic today. Uh, Gavin, what are you thinking? Does anybody have a guess on this? I, I would say, the, do bruise picks hurt paintball? That's what? a good. That's a good guess. Yeah, pictures of bruises. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna go with like, does Groupon hurt paintball? <laughs> okay. So what he what Ramon Cortez is asking is, uh, where's is it? Is airsoft hurting paintball? Ah. Uh. Apparently, Arabic doesn't know airsoft. AdSense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. AdSense. The Arabic Tommy Gunn got airsoft. it right in the live chat. Was it his question? No, it was Ramon Cortez. No, he oh. speaks Arabic. Yeah, Jason Diffthought does mainstream media hurt paintball. That's great. Good for you guys. Gavin, let's do question number one again. From or Yeah, start at number one. What do you think of this one? Start at number one? Okay. Yeah. From our good friend Ryan McGee, who is the general uh, in French Lick uh, for that, co- that campaign. <laughs> um, so his question is, how far is it to go to a game? That's a good question. How far? Well, that's got to be what's the longest you've traveled to a game. Maybe. Yeah. Well, he he has a sidebar too, doesn't he? Oh, okay. Sidebar is the answer is Indiana for Super Game Indiana uh, in June. <laughs> yes, that's a sidebar. <laughs> oh, this. So, will you be going to Indiana? He was asking that in the chat all all uh, all show so far. We can't cross the border. I can't even go to Target. I'm not driving to Indiana. <laughs> oh, that's that's not true, Joe. You can go, but when you come back, you have to stay in the world's shittiest motel for two thousand dollars a day. Yeah. Yeah. No. So what do you? Or, or until your anal swab comes back negative, either one. Yeah. All right. So Josh, what are you thinking? How far is it to go to a game? Are you going to Indiana? But what's his question? Uh, what's the farthest you've traveled for a big game? Okay, Joe. Yeah. How far would you travel for a big game? All right, Gavin, yeah, you agree? Cons- that's consensus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if I would have asked that one first, you probably wouldn't have got it. But yeah, good for you guys. Yay, nay on this. It's far too much work. <laughs> Maybe we should do it early in the program when you're... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right. So we'll move we'll move on. We'll try this again next week. We're going to call that translated mail. How's that? Translated mail. I translated love translated mail. Let's We're not going to leave anybody out. International mail. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we want to ask you guys a topic and I'm going to now pay attention to everything in the YouTube chat as well as Facebook chat. Um we want to know what did you guys purchase this year during the COVID lockdown, the pandemic, um, the quarantine, however we want to phrase it. But what did you guys buy this year? Um, we were just talking about how much of this stuff was purchased this year that we were surprised. Every paintball store that we knew went out of stock because people were just buying everything up left, right and center. Um, Josh, let's start I, with you. What, what do you have? A lot of you guys well, have posted up I on just, your social medias. I want to add on to what you just said is I'm deeply disappointed in a lot of people because when the pandemic started, I figured a lot of people's wives or husbands would have started nagging on them about the amount of Tupperware containers and boxes and all that stuff all their gear was in. And I was really hoping people would start selling as much as stuff as they could on like eBay or Facebook. And I was thinking, hey, this is a good time to pick up a lot of nice gear that I wish I owned. And alas, it turns into nothing. Yeah. So I'm gravely disappointed in all of you for not selling me all your old gear that I want. Well, Bob so. Spicer says, uh, I didn't buy anything. I'm too cheap. Yeah. I, I tried selling a bunch of stuff on the pandemic, and well, it, 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 there was a lot of people trying to move stuff, but there was more people trying to buy stuff, I feel. Yes. It's far too much people sitting at home going, I've got extra money. I'm going to buy paintball gear. I did some I, research on appraisals, and uh, I know what some stuff is worth, so... I'll be moving that shortly when the season opens up. <laughs> sell it now. Get rid of all your JT, for, yeah. I have a question for Ryan McGee. Ryan McGee, how many how many kilometers is it from French Lick to my house? Oh. Believe you it know, or not, I looked you, it up one time and I typed in Joe's house and it doesn't show up on Google Maps I know. for some reason. So, <laughs> Ryan McGee, the no, this is tricky. Ryan, the, translate this from miles to kilometers. How many kilometers from French Lick Indiana to my house. There you go. Continue with our segment. You can put it up in the um, post. Sure. All right. I Should forgot I what we were even talking now, about. Or? Yes, yeah, I ahead. forgot where we were. Go ahead, yeah. Josh. Uh, Fred Stolit says, uh, I got an FC tip, um, a Gen 2 Carter whoosh tip, and a titanium extended powerhouse reg for a 154500 that still is in here. Well, none of ours are here yet, Fred. Yeah, yeah. There's a huge tank shortage, isn't and there? And he included a picture but that's printed out in black and white. What? Robert, uh, Robert Hansen uh, put together an automag pump gun. Fan-frickin-tastic for you, my friend. Uh, Kenny Stewart got a Docs Machine Sovereign. And uh, Kenny Stewart also got a Tippin SL68 2 and goodies. He did some shopping. Nice. On that, Gavin, and maybe Matt can chime in on this too. If you had the opportunity, would you ever buy an automatic pump? Absolutely. In a heartbeat. I don't think I would. Yeah. Because Tom never released an automatic pump. They're all are you, aftermarket. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure they're all aftermarket. Ask hmm. Matt. Get Tom Matt. on the phone. <laughs> did Tom K ever produce an actual pump? I don't think he did. I thought, I thought he did. I'm not sure on that. I thought he did, but I could be wrong on that. Um, I thought there was a licensed automatic pump. I do. Uh, Dwayne, I thought it was a. I thought it was a kit that was made after 
It could be. I was be. all excited to get one, and then someone I, someone told me I don't remember who it was, but they said, "Well, it was never actually a legit thing. It was an aftermarket kit." All right, mm. look at look at the chats. Somebody let us know. Yeah, yeah. Was it was it Somebody licensed? Me. Was it a just a kit? Yeah. Dwayne King says he bought an amazing pair of boots this year. Angry Canadian Gamer says a PPQ paintball pistol. Good for you. Um, Steve Preskill in the chat actually lies and says he has a 1545 half pint and he's been using it all this time. I don't believe you. I don't think they exist yet. <laughs> uh, if he did, Greg would have his too. I have a couple of things that people have bought. Uh, Jeffrey Medina bought a SAR, a SAR 12, two Metadyne Havoc launches, an infamous Super Skull CS1, an old WG trilogy, a whole mess of parts to rebuild this. Plus max mask lenses, headbands, few pair of pants and jerseys. Devin Swartz has a picture of himself. Um, James Durham bought a Push United mask, three JT masks, two powerhouse regs and tanks, an LV 1.6, an Emac with a Fang trigger. That's the same. Neb Nella bought an Emac 100. Kevin Kazumik. Um, Bought a GO4, an SLF Cocker, two new tanks. Yeah, lots of people bought lots of stuff. What did you guys buy? Anybody anybody buy anything interesting? Um, yeah, Regnick1133 says the Rain Man Automag pump kits are officially licensed by AGD. But it was never created by Tom. Yeah. Yeah. All right, semantics. You're really here now. <laughs> I, t I told us so. I told us so. I, I got a good one from uh, the Braveheart. And I, 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 this might be one of those translation things from German. But he said, I'm working on getting a sick uh, ASS bandana from Mutant Customs. Nice. Is our bandanas sick in Germany? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. They are. I've had some nice <laughs> headbands, but I wouldn't call them sick. Sick like pneumonia? Now, there was a local company called Sick that used to sell paintball stuff, but their designs were nasty. Just nasty. Are they sick or nasty? No, they were terrible. <laughs> let's let's leave lingo aside. They were terrible. Um, hey, uh, while we're in the middle of this, before I forget, guys, if you're just tuning in, we are celebrating our 500th episode starting uh, Monday, March 29th at 8 p.m. If you guys would like to be involved... Uh, you guys could send us a quick message, video message, and we might be able to play it on the air. Um, just keep it super short and do a do a, a video with your phone, something of good quality, and we can maybe get that on the air. But uh, come watch us. We'll be live in two weeks at 8 o'clock on Facebook and the YouTubes. Um, one other thing I want to tell you guys about, and we're going to take a bit of a, a, a sidebar here for a second, guys. Did you know that Are plan... we done with the other... Not yet. Are we done with the other segment already? You just railroading this? Not yet. I just wanted to get this in before the end of the show. Just a pause. Yeah, yeah. Planned right. Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen. More championships, new mechanical markers, new electros, new territory, including the new MagFed division. Get Planned Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because you can take on the world. When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag Pop Smoke. 
Thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Made in, Brit made in America by Brent Davison's crew. Make sure you hit up AirUps.com. Dreams fade, ruthless paintball products, color sublimation and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 for 15% off your order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. Make your game boil. Get Exalt. Available worldwide. From the beginning, you'd stumble down a rocky cliff or waded chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. Now, whether you're running or sliding into the snake or running and gunning, GI Sports has the gear for you. Now with the new Stormer, Stormer Tactical, and Stormer Elite. DLX Technologies, true innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get to the podium and holy cow, that's where you want to be. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you to all of our great sponsors. If it wasn't for them, you'd be watching something better on the TV tonight. Uh, so thank you guys. And if you can support them in any way you can, give them some likes, follow them, buy their product. Hey, we could choose anybody to sponsor our show, but we choose these guys because we believe in their product. So check them out, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, so what else do you guys think? What, what, else, what else, Josh, are people buying well, I, I've got one really cool one. I've seen it posted in a couple of places, and I, I wish I know where it was from because I didn't bother clicking or reading anything. But Kyle Swenson sends it in, and it's the it's a back for a marker, and it's like five bullets. It looks so cool. Oh, like a revolver chamber. Yes, and I'm not sure what that is that it's on. It might be a back cap for like an Ego or something or an Ether or... Yes, an Ether, I think. Oh, he's got a picture above it. Yeah, it is an Ether. Nice. It's a back cap for an Ether. Nice. I thought they were pretty badass. I know my backsides. There we go. Good. Oh, there you go. Uh, Mike Robert Maligny uh, says uh, he bought an Adrenaline Lux. Well done, sir. Nice. Uh, Tommy nice. Tuamala says a bleeding reg extender to test his uh, tanks out. And Christopher Pringle said Gator Mail. Oh, cool. I keep hearing a lot of people buying that stuff. Who sells Gator Mail? Obviously Gator Mail, maybe. I I don't know. I'd like to find Unlikely. out some more information about those guys. Did you guys buy anything interesting this year? What was your pandemic buys? I could I say hoodies. Boots. Yeah. I'm sorry? <laughs> hoodies. I got a pair of boots. <laughs> I bought a whole lot of moonshine. <laughs> Murphy's Law Distillery in Elmira, Ontario. Make sure you tag them. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, ladies and gentlemen. Like we used to all be in the same in the same studio, but unfortunately, our area is in red right now, which means we cannot be. Um, but we would all rip into the Murphy's Moonshine or something before the show. And uh, my liquor cabinet's just getting dust on it right now. You guys right. need to come back soon. And it doesn't look like we'll have you for the 500th episode. Not at this rate. Oh, Could we do it no, outside from backyard, six feet apart? March 29th, the weather might be... That's true. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. have enough insulation, I promise you. <laughs> I won't be there. I'll be there in a parka and a, and a, yeah, a sleeping bag as well. But no, I, I suspect we'll all be remote again. Yeah, yeah. And little Bab Spicer in the chat says uh, he bought his way out of COVID depression. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, why don't we move on here? Um, we are getting to that hour where we should probably wrap up the show, cinch up the sack, 
um, close the doors, whatever we need to do, close the vault. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to end on Facebook. We're going to end in a minute, and then we're going to continue to broadcast on YouTube, and we're going to continue to record for our podcast. If you're listening on any of your podcast for, uh, formats or on YouTube, don't go anywhere. If you're listening to us on Facebook, thank you for being on the show. You know, hit that like and share button, guys. We do appreciate it every week, and we do appreciate you guys watching. And I apologize tonight. We tried to watch the chat, but there's a lot on the go tonight with our technical difficulties. So next week we'll be on it. And uh, we did see all you guys in there. We do appreciate you guys coming by. Thank you to Josh, Gavin, and Joe for being on the show. Joe, sorry I didn't give you a chance to say goodbye. Thank you for being on the show. That's all right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next uh, week. And I have to put it out there that I miss Bag of Chips in the Facebook chat. I know he's watching on YouTube, but I'm a Facebook chat doer. So I just want to say I miss you. And thanks, Bob Spisser, Bab Spisser for tuning in. I saw him last week, and believe me, I don't miss him. Josh, farewell. Yep, good night. (laughs) Uh, Gavin. Well, you told me not to go on about liking and sharing the show all the time. Screw you guys and screw Airsoft. <laughs> nice. Farewell, Gavin. Yeah, uh, so I won't mention like and share because my grumpy friend already did, uh, but it, it really does support the show. Uh, we appreciate everybody joining us on the Facebooks and uh, and commenting uh, and just liking things. Um, 500 show. Uh, it's on the 29th. Make sure you join us there. And if you're so inclined, stay tuned and slide over to the YouTube and we'll continue this monstrosity we call Behind the Bucker. For sure. And next week, guys, tune in. I've got this uh, camouflage envelope that came in this week. I'll show you guys next week all the goodness that came inside. Paintball meets non-paintball company. So we'll, we'll talk about that next week. See you guys on Facebook. We'll see you over on YouTube. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. If you're watching us on YouTube, thanks for sticking it out with us. I see a couple of you guys joining us right now. Um, What did you guys think tonight of the uh, translated mail? Yay, nay. Did it hurt your brain? Um, It was. um... Now, before you answer, remember, there's been other segments we've tried that I yeah. bombed miserably, so please stack rank it in according. <laughs> I, I do enjoy it. Maybe we need to play it out a little bit more just to get the full flavor of it, right? Yeah. So it was it was tough to uh, to go into it cold. I mean, you had yeah. your secret envelope that I had to rip <laughs> open at a pretty designated time, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to go through a couple more of those. Yeah, we can do that for Ryan, sure. Ryan McGee is right. Hated it. Really? Well, Ryan McGee can go French lick a just a lot of <laughs> Why don't we why don't we um try it again, but maybe just do one. Okay, you know what? Let's do one right now. Gavin, pick number two. Oh for fuck's sake. Oh, oh <laughs> come back to me. I gotta reach. Okay. You know what? I'll get it. I've got it in front of me. Um Well this is a okay, hold on. I'm gonna do number here we go. What is always There we go. What is always in your tool bag but never used? What is in your tool bag that is never used? Gear bag. Oh. 
what is in your tool bag but never used? Joe, you want to answer it? I think it's your gear bag. Like, what is it? So is tool bag the word that's being translated? The whole sentence. Everything that they put in, including their name, I translate. The names don't translate because they're names. So it's everything else. So what is in your tool bag that never gets used? So how would you answer that? What's in your gear bag that you never use? Is that what you're thinking? I'm thinking the same thing. Okay. Oh, I just said that for kicks and giggles. <laughs> Damn, you're getting over it. <laughs> when he's drinking straight from the bottle, you know he's had a rough week. Getting a good start going. Yeah, yes. So the question ended up being, what is always in your kit bag but never yeah, gets used? So very, bag, yeah. very similar. Uh, another one would be, would you be interested in this... Would you be interested in this spring energy marker pen if one existed? Okay, one more time, please. Would you be interested in this spring energy marker pen if one existed? Would you be interested in this spring energy marker pen if one existed? Oh, I, I hear all those words. <laughs> <laughs> A new gun if one existed this spring, I think. Yeah. So basically, it was, would you be interested in a spring-powered marker if one existed? Well, they do, but the only ones that I know that were successful were the Splatmaster. It was a Red Rider BB gun. Well, I was thinking paintball per se, but yeah. Oh, yes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So 500th episode, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be a part of it, you can send in your own video uh, and send it into show at behindthebunker.com. Send us a link or send us the video as well. Keep it super duper short and uh, maybe we'll you'll find it on the show on March the 29th. Um, I know we talked about it a couple of weeks or like last week. Uh, it's 500 Monday shows. Yep. But that does not include all the other shows that we did, including when the pandemic first happened. We did a Saturday show and a Monday show as well, right? So right. those are not included as well. That's right. So yeah. although you know it's a milestone in terms of the 500th um, Monday show, we have done a lot more uh, uh, broadcasting. Um, yeah. Yeah, we, we had our own television we show. Talk about those Saturday shows. <laughs> well, uh, the first one was a little, was a little awesome. rough going. <laughs> <laughs> so fantastic. Yeah, but it was good. It was it was also good. But yeah, my favorite one was Todd's open season idea. <laughs> Let's just open well, it up. What could bad go wrong if you give everybody we'll a Zoom link? We'll in. put the links out. And all of a sudden, it's just like every term of service violation happened in the first two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That was, that was, that I was, I've never sweat so been, much. I would have been keen to see what happened. No. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. At least one picture. Well, like one, we'll, we'll pin this one screen. Yeah. One screenshot of the vein in Gavin's <laughs> forehead that develops when he gets shot out. Yeah. Yes. We're going to have to, we're going to have to talk before the show too, because I would like to come up with some highlights that we can bring up. Like we, we did, we did have six episodes on, on uh, a t TV network in Britain. Yeah. Uh, we filmed ITV. all those specifically for that. Um, they were long. They were longer episodes. No, they were thirty minutes because we had to cover oh, thirty, 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah, and then we then just we... recorded it right after one of our hour oh, and a half shows. Right. Yeah, there were long evenings, but uh, yeah, that was pretty exciting to be paintball yeah. on TV. Yeah. Uh, so they did a great. Uh, anyway, we can talk for this <laughs> on the show, but it yeah. was uh, it was fantastic to be broadcast in people's living rooms. Yeah, and 
all over the world. Uh, and I remember we were really big in North Africa for some reason. <laughs> we resonated, <laughs> like we resonated in North Africa. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. Was, Whatever. <laughs> um, well, we're pretty more popular in Brazil now too. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I meant to look at it. So remember I talked to you about a couple weeks ago about uh, the, 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 the top five search queries to for people to find our podcast and three of them were in spanish like el bunquero podcasto or something i i know i'm butchering your beautiful language but were you were you looking at seos Todd? seos no no <laughs> that's like an moe yeah. search engine optimization yeah. but there wasn't a question submitted by someone who question watches the time. show that's going to be for the 500th episode. I won't say it on the air, but I want you guys to give it some thought because I thought it was probably one of the best questions asked. Um, and you're going to have to give it some thought um, to this one. And uh, it could be very embarrassing for the show, but I think uh, I think it I think it'd be pretty cool. So I'll let you guys know off air on that one, and we'll have our answers ready for that. But uh, yeah, we've got some videos in from some people, and uh, and. Uh, I don't know how far back I'm going to go. I don't think I want to dig up any clips, quite honestly, because I don't want people seeing what we were like back then. I don't want people to... I mean, we still suck, but back then we really sucked with a capital Oh, but the suck. cringe. The we cringe just, has uh, to come back. We just Some sucked in 480p. Is... That's the only really difference. Yeah, it, it took a while to uh, get our sea legs, yeah. essentially. Right? Um, so... Josh, our first couple episodes were in 360. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. So all I dial, yeah. all dial up. Oh, well, you did have a three six. No, you did have a three sixty camera in the studio. No, but I mean three sixty. Right? Like when you look at the uh, the resolution rates when we first li- when we first did it on live stream. I I don't is a thing. Three sixty was a thing back then because that was when we were still Holy on shit, not dial up, but it was like the 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 first incarnation of DSL, and it wasn't good. It wasn't good. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I, <laughs> We'll see. We'll see how far back I can find some stuff. But on the same token, I don't want to spend the next two weeks going back through hard drives full of sure. shows. I mean, that's five thousand hours worth of shows. No, it's not. It's five hundred times. That's five hundred hours worth of shows. I'm not. Yeah. Okay, but you at least it's probably a thousand hours worth of junk. You, though you do have to remember, though, there was times there was like two or three hour shows when you were trying to find out what the the. Yeah, optimal. so we we uh, started we as a half record hour. Record some shooting videos and stuff That's too, right? Because right? we started as a half hour, and then we went to forty-five minutes. People wanted more, so we did an hour. People were still complaining they wanted longer show, so we did an hour and a half. We did an hour show and a half hour after show, and then we said enough. <laughs> we'll do fifty minutes, and then we'll do like a ten or fifteen minute after show, and uh, yeah, that was painful. Much like was, this, much like this is right now. <laughs> we would probably have five thousand hours of material if we kept all the outtakes from shooting videos at Extravaganza. Yeah, that's true. Um, Angry Gamer wants to know: Did Joe have hair when we started? I don't think I knew Joe, Joe with hair. Joe has lots of hair; it's just not on his head. <laughs> you think he's wearing a sweater right now? <laughs> He's also and on Joe, mute. So tiger yeah, Joe's muted. So that ain't tiger stripe. That's just combed. <laughs> Get him while he's muted. Yeah, we we can't hear Joe for some reason. There, I was. That's there better. Go. I was saying some good stuff. <laughs> we were too. I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing a. I can hear you. I'm wearing a tiger stripe sweater. No, I, I think I I think I cut my hair 
when I turned 30, somewhere around there. So no, yeah. that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So in like 1993, maybe 92, I cut my hair. So guys, why don't you check like in for our 500th episode, Monday, March 29th. Matt is texting me, telling me that uh, we, we got to end this. So why don't we uh, why don't we end it now? Uh, Parker. Parker's got to play video games. And guys, if you guys want a game with Parker, what's his? What should they look for him on? I don't know what his <laughs> gaming tag is. Yeah, I hate my dad's stupid paintball show. My I think is his login. Podcast <laughs> ruins my Monday night. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't care. He's a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> he's got teenage. He's got teenage angst. <laughs> Tell him I want a blizzard. Um, what was I gonna say? Josh, you sounded sultry tonight. We'll send. We'll send you away first. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for watching. Don't forget to uh, help control your local airsoft population. Have your locals airsofters spayed or neutered. Very good. Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Got to run because it's video night in Canada. Hawaii Five O's long gone, but garbage night too. And the recycle guy was there at like six thirty the other day to pick it up, so I got to take it all out tonight. There you <laughs> go. And Gavin Charma. Great to be here, folks, and thank you for your contributions and joining us. And don't forget the 29th, 500 show. Let everybody know you're going to be watching us. Very good. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you next week. Hello, and welcome to Behind the Bunker. If you like tonight's show, it is turned into a podcast, and you can find hundreds of them at Apple Podcast or through Spotify or any other podcast platform in the known universe. If you want to watch tonight's show, go to YouTube and launch a search. They are all there. We release a new podcast every Monday night at 8 p.m. If you want to hit up the show, reach us by email at show at behindthebunker.com and you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.